0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast.
1: Wow. From our fellas this morning, Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, we are presented by Progressive Insurance, all of our guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Let's go from easy to hard. If you thought the easiest thing Urban Meyer had to do, first order of business is just grab Trevor Lawrence, and we'll see where we go in Duval County. It just got a lot more difficult because the first major decision isn't Trevor Lawrence, It's what he did yesterday. For those that are not aware, let's just run through it real quick. He has hired a gentleman by the name of Chris Doyle, who spent 21 years at the University of Iowa as the team strength and conditioning coach, the best in the business at what he does as the Jags director of sport performance. That is just essentially semantics, right? He is essentially going to be there to get this team into shape. Chris Doyle at the University of Iowa, renowned over the last 15 years. Iowa's drafted 55 players into the league. It's a developmental program. This is not LSU that had 14 guys drafted last year. 36 current Hawkeyes play in the NFL, including seven first-round draft picks. That includes Super Bowl champion Tristan Wirfs. That's the good part. Why wouldn't I want a guy like that moving up to the next level? Only problem is, at the University of Iowa, after 20 years on the job, Chris Doyle separated from the university because of racial bias and disparities in the football program that went on for over a decade. More than 50 players, most of them African-Americans, said there were certain words used, like the word ghetto, certain words used when the team was working out, he was working out with them, and they felt very uncomfortable and thought, as you heard there, there was a difference in treatment between black players and white players. So this is a powder keg for Urban Meyer. Urban was asked, we're going to get the fellas here, but I just want to hear from Meyer. This is Urban Meyer, asked yesterday about the hire with regards to bringing in free agents if this guy is going to be the guy they spend a ton of time with.
2: Uh, If I was, I wouldn't have hired him.
3: Uh, Once again, I'll explain that if if that becomes a a question. Uh, The one thing I'm very confident is that I would imagine within a year or two, we'll have the best sports performance team in the National Football League. As far as, you know, last few years, we've had serious issues with injuries. I want to say 63 games were missed on the just the defensive side of the ball because of injuries, where in 2017, there are only two. Uh, so keeping players healthy at their maximum performance is a high, high priority.
4: Hmm. Yeah, you're going to be able to explain to free agents why you hire somebody that has a checkered past that has to do with some racist remarks. You know, er, look, man, Urban Meyer knows better. Does he, though, really? Right? Because that's the first thing you say. Urban Meyer knows better. And then you sit there and you say to yourself, you think you're going to convince grown men as free agents, that that by the time that they start to think about the Jacksonville Jaguars, they already know who Chris Doyle is in the understanding. And he has to work very closely with players. He's probably in the building outside of the head coach. He's probably the number two guy in the entire organization. I know there's the owner and the general manager, the president of the team. Players don't deal with them players deal with the coaching staff mm. they deal with urban Meyer and right underneath urban Meyer is the strength and conditioning performance psychological all of that is who they deal with Chris Doyle they've got to look him in his eyes every single day sometimes twice a day and maybe even three times a day depending on what they have to do from a training aspect they're going to always have reservation about who that person is they just it 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 that's the facts of it Yes, you give people the benefit of the doubt, but 50 players from a university that you dealt with over a 20-year span, they all not just making it up. They all didn't get together and decide, hey, man, let's just, you know what we could do? We could scam Iowa out of some money and sue them, and let's blame Chris Doyle. They all didn't do that, and Iowa didn't make a decision to part ways with him and surrender $1.1 million and tell him and his family, thank you for your services goodbye. They did that to save face for the university in the football program. They did that because they didn't want that there. Even if they knew it was going on at the time, it was so hush-hush. Now, free agents all make their own decisions, Jay, about where they want to go, and sometimes money can sway guys to just bypass the situation. But I can almost promise you, these are grown men you're dealing with, Mm -hmm. and if you say anything remotely close to something that be a little, may be a little sketchy, he's going to have some major issues. I don't care if you use the word boy. I don't well, care if you, you use, use the, the word, word boy. That's, that's a really
0: big issue.
4: I, anything, any forceful, it's going to be a big issue. Urban Meyer can't sell that. It's going to be hard to sell that.
0: He will never get the benefit of the doubt. Never. He'll never get it. And, you know, it's interesting, Zubin, since we've been going through this whole pandemic and since we went through everything that happened with George Floyd and our country key, I've talked to so many different executives and CEOs of pretty big companies, and they say, no longer can you just move along to the side a person's background or some of the things they've done morally just for, hey, I want to bring this person on because it fits and it will help the bottom line. It will get me results because now it's about, hey, who are you as a person? If you're great business wise and those two are combined, Awesome. And sports is supposed to be the one place where, you know, from the way I grew up in sports, hey, push to be a better person. They spend time in the gym, get better, you know, be, be better ultimately. And it's, it's just so tone deaf of Urban Meyer. Now, I will say this. Here's the fascinating part about it, Key, because I'm, I'm completely on your side. They start winning games. Nobody's going to talk about this. Unless you make in, an intent to continue to talk about it. But that's what happens in sports. You win, everything goes away. You know, Everything I, goes, and I don't like it, but Key, you know how we are. You it, win, it, you, everything goes away.
4: You, you win football games or sporting uh, sports or whatever the case is, certain things do go away because you become a winner. But you got to get there. And it's a long track for the Jacksonville Jaguars to get there. This is a rebuilding program. This is not a program that is just hitting the ground running. You got a new coaching staff. You got new guys that some guys haven't even been NFL coaches before. So you got a whole new sort of staff. Urban Myers trying to learn his way and pick his way through the NFL by getting information from Jimmy Johnson, by getting information from Bill Belichick to understand how to become a head coach in the National Football League. It's a learning process for him. It's not the same as Florida, Utah, uh, uh, Bowling Green, Ohio State. This is the NFL. The same way you treated players in college and patted them on the back, you're not going to be able to do that in the NFL because these are grown ass men with full beards with car seats in the back. So then, when people start putting responsibility different.
0: on Shaq Khan, because this is who Urban Meyer is. This is, King You said this isn't Bowling Green. This isn't all these universities that he played. It is because this is Urban Meyer. This is how he runs his ship. Well, they are not going. But you're not going to win.
4: You're not going to win, then Jay. In professional sports, trying to treat it like a collegiate organization, a collegiate program, you're not—you're not, you're not going to win in, in, in the NFL thinking it's Ohio State and Florida just because it was the SEC. You're not going to win that way in the National Football League.
0: And Zubin said it before we ended our first segment on this, and I agree with him wholeheartedly. And I do not like it, but it's the way the world works. So at all the places he's been through, there's been a lot of chaos. There's been a lot of fire. He's always came out of it deemed to be kind of like a winner. I mean, even with the Zach Smith thing, they won the Rose Bowl that year, right? Now, I, I don't think he handled it correctly at all. But once again, you, you win, people ain't going to start talking about it's, this it, anymore.
4: It, it, there's a huge comparison, Jay, as a professional athlete at 27 years old opposed to a collegiate athlete at 19 years old trying to get to a place where that 27-year-old is at. So it's different. If you walk into a locker room, and you you don't even need to see Jay, you don't even need to say anything. I know. You I'm with just you, brother. look a certain way It's gonna be a problem with grown men. You know that. It's different. But it, but it's a whole, different whole conversation. Tone, you it, can't threaten me. You're not gonna be able to try to pacify me with conversation because I am aware of what's going on.
0: But key, even though even his tone and the way he said it, he's like, I feel great about the hire. Like that just wow. <laughs> You, you don't even address the history of Chris Doyle and what's came along with that and how ultimately that can affect your locker room or you don't have a meeting with your locker room first and say, hey, look, this is the decision I'm thinking about what? making. I want you guys to be involved so the players can be like they're part of it. He's running it like a college. That's well, what ShotKon hired.
4: I, I think when you start to look at it from Urban Meyer's perspective on why he hired and all, Chris Doyle was not thrown in jail. He was not... I mean, it was all allegations, right? And at the end, the best thing for the university to do was just pay him, tell him to leave, which is firing to me. I don't care what anybody say. You know, how people say, oh, he resigned. Well, no, he got he fired. He was let go. Yeah, he was let go. You, it, it depends <laughs> on how you want to describe it because we've <laughs> seen and we had this conversation about Coach Lynn with the Chargers. He was fired where Doug Peterson was let go. So it's a, it depends on how you couch it and how you say it. And in the end, I think Urban Meyer looked at that and said, well, he wasn't fired. He wasn't uh, the It was only allegations opposed to Zach Smith that was put in court. He had to defend himself many times over. So it became a criminal case. It's not that's not the case with Chris Doyle. So you Urban Meyer has convinced himself he could sell it differently. Zubin. Yeah, and Last, that's not the case.
1: I'm with you. Last two things I would say just from a legalese standpoint. If he was fired, it would probably be more difficult to hire him. Not that he couldn't have done it, but resigning makes it a little easier to hire. Last thing. (laughs) I love
4: that, though. That's the truth. I just love it, though, because we're going to choose
1: our words to make it sound a certain way. I got you. Last thing I would say, when's the last job Urban Meyer didn't have total control? That's what you guys are referencing here. How could he not understand what he's doing? Tone deaf. you got to go back to Utah. He ran Florida with an iron fist He ran Ohio State with an iron fist, and he's going – I know Trent Baalke is there. He is going to run the Jaguars. That's what his mentality is. It has been years since somebody was telling me what to do, and that is continuing now because he's always won. Hey, Zubin, I got an
0: idea. Hey, let's let's bring a coach who has made a history of racist remarks allegedly into a predominantly black
1: league. That sounds smart. Hey, we'll see what happens. And by the way, it is going to crop up because there's a pending lawsuit against Coach Ferentz and Chris Doyle. So for people to think it's going to go away, when that gets litigated, it's coming right back up. Keyshawn J. Wilson, been brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Spend your tax return wisely with Straight Talk Wireless. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for 199 bucks. Plus get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune in to Straight Talk. On the way, more Jags talk. Better Jags talk, more positive Jags talk. Today is Trevor Lawrence's Pro Day, our NFL insider on just how much the Jags are in love with Trevor after I tell you about UFC 258 on ESPN+. Plus. This is a biggie, biggie, biggie day for Trevor Lawrence. We're back. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests, including the NFL insider Jeremy Fowler, joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Brought to you by Goodyear, helping you to discover the road ahead. Goodyear more driven. Let me just slip back into SportsCenter mode. Trevor Lawrence Pro Day can be seen on the ACC Network and ESPN2 this morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. You better believe Jeremy Fowler is going to have his eyes on it. And he joins us This morning. All right, Jeremy, it's like a fait accompli, right? Obviously, Meyer, Lawrence, Jags, it's all coming together, or they say it is. From your reporting, what does Urban Meyer think of Trevor Lawrence as a player?
5: (laughs) Well, Zoom good morning. And Urban Meyer has had his eyes on Trevor Lawrence for a while now. He watched him live in 2019, around the time when they played Ohio State in that semifinal. And he came away very impressed, thinking, hey, this would be a great NFL prospect that I could potentially coach one day. Um, And so it's worked out, and and that's a big reason why he took the job, to be honest. Um, You get a chance to get a franchise quarterback, and so Jacksonville will be live in person today to watch him. be about 15 to 20 teams, I'm told, several of whom are picking in the top ten but likely won't have a shot at Trevor Lawrence because everybody knows where he's going.
4: Talking about another quarterback, Jeremy, in the Pacific Northwest, that is, in Russell Wilson, how have the Seahawks felt about Russell's yeah. latest comments?
5: Well, Keyshawn, I'm told they're not overly thrilled. You know, that they didn't love how this got uh, public, but they've dealt with chaos in the past with Earl Thomas and Richard Sherman and other guys. So, that, you know, like they're sort of equipped to deal with this. And I'm told from a team source they believe this is salvageable. Um, the Pete Carroll hears Russell Wilson. He understands where he is coming from. They know they need to address that position, uh, and that's the feeling. And so, you know, I don't expect Russell Wilson to make a trade request, but he's watching closely, and I'm told it is somewhat fluid. They have to make sure that these relationships can be mended behind the scenes, and they'll work on that. But, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, he'll remain a Seahawk.
0: Jeremy, there was a bold prediction that the Eagles would draft another QB. Is that actually possible? And if so, why? (laughs) Hmm.
5: Yeah, Jay, absolutely. You're picking sixth overall. I mean, if you've got a guy sitting there that you love, if they you know, work out Trey Lance from North Dakota State or they love Justin Fields or one of those guys is there, um, take a swing. It's low money, low cost for the most part compared to having to sign a guy like Carson Wentz that they did two years ago that now they have $30-plus plus million in dead money attached to them that they're trying to, to ditch to another team. And so, rookies, if you can get them, uh, it's a good situation if you feel like you got the right guy. I, I know they like Jalen Hurts. They believe he could start. They need to see more. They're, they're not you know wholly convinced that he's their starter for the next 10 years, but they're intrigued enough to where if they went into the year with Hurts, they feel comfortable with that. Uh, but what's clear right now is that the relationship with Carson Wentz is probably not salvageable. A month ago, they would have felt differently, but the way things have gone and they know Wentz is unhappy, uh, that's trending that way.
1: It is certainly a bold prediction there with the Eagles in drafting a quarterback. In fact, right now on ESPN.com, our folks have put together a bold prediction for each and every NFL team. Not old as bold as the Eagles drafting a quarterback, but there's some really good ones no matter who you re- root for. And you can find <laughs> it right now on ESPN.com. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great weekend and enjoy watching that pro day.
5: Hey, thanks, Zubin. You too.
1: Thank you very much. All right, folks. Let's not bury the lead. Let's get back to you know what.
4: I love you. Keep them coming, Zubin. Mm-hmm. Here we go.
1: Yeah. Just a reminder... For all the athletes out there, keys to love brought to you by golfer Davis Love III, (laughs) college football coach Jason Candle, NFL bust, I know you guys hate the word bust, Trey Flowers, and of course, earmuffs for the kids in the car, super agent Jimmy Sexton. I'll see myself out. (laughs) Here's the deal. You call... Your life is in shambles. Your love life is in shambles. Key will help you rectify it this Valentine's Day weekend. We'll begin with Kevin and Illinois. You're on ESPN Radio. Kev?
6: Actually, yeah, I was actually calling to say that Key and Jay and and I love listening to you guys, but Key and Jay, you guys can't give love advice after the purse bit. Um, you, you, you can't get another purse to try and up the – First purse that she's already surprised about. And, Jay, you can't write a letter about the purse That's and put it in the purse. That's that's not – what Valentine's Day is about, like, the romance, the dinner, like, the movie. You know, you Kevin, gotta, have, you got to be creative now. You gotta, have you ever written describe. your wife
0: a note, Kevin? Have you ever written your wife a note? Like a, a real love note. A real love note where you, uh, deep, you dig yes. deep into your feelings. Is that not romantic?
6: I've even – Oh yeah, no, I agree with you, but not. It wasn't about the shoes I got her.
4: <laughs> well, see, Kevin, Kevin, I'm gonna throw Jay under the bus. He was the one that recommended to keep the person, give it to her. I said, take it back and get a gift card with flowers and candy. So that's what I said. You, you can't do gift cards either. Oh, see,
6: you okay. got. Tell, uh, tell uh, me, you know, tell me what we can do got, then, yes, Kevin. Kevin. So, all right, listen up, and Zubin. I feel like you've been scorned before because you are anti-love. I am anyway. a jilted. I am a jilted <laughs>
1: lover. There's no question.
6: Okay, that. I thought I, I could tell, man. I can tell. Um, so, Christmas, Mother's Day, birthdays, wedding anniversaries—those are your four gift days, right? Those are the four days you get something physical that you can touch. Now, Valentine's Day is about the surprise and the moment. But she can't expect what you're going to do for her, and it's got to be something she wasn't thinking of. So, like, for instance, pandemic days, you got to do, like, a at-home movie theater scene on your wall while you cook some dinner. There's no gifts in Valentine's Day. There's moments oh, you, and
0: letters. I can't. I can't. Yeah. There, there's always gifts. You always shower with gifts. Always. Doesn't mean materialistic, but gifts. Always gifts. Always. Always thinking about them.
4: Always. always. Let's go to Chris in Michigan. Mary- Chris. Hey, what's going on, man? What up, up, Chris? Okay, my problem is I'm a Michigan alum, and this chick I'm dating is a Michigan State alum. And I want to introduce her to the family, but they are not going to accept her. I don't care what I say, what I do, how nice she is. It's not going to make a difference.
2: Chris,
0: don't introduce your love to your family, calling her a chick, first and foremost. That's probably not a good place to start. Just letting you know. <laughs> Go ahead,
4: Keith. No, no, no I'm, just,
6: I'm just telling you No, that's he's what talking, going to to do. He talking to us. He's talking to us. I know. I'm just saying. I'm, just, I'm helping him help uh, with boarding. Jay
4: Will. So, look, Chris, check this out. It shouldn't matter where she graduated from, she got a degree. Education is important. There's too many people out there with a lack thereof education. So, I think they would be proud to start the fact that she has a degree from a major institution. Um, and I wouldn't even worry about it. If that's somebody that you are feeling you deeply or emotionally attached to her, then go for it. The only thing they can do is accept it. And if they don't accept what you're feeling, then you may have to sit down and have a real heart-to-heart conversation with them about somebody that you want to bring into your family. Now, if you don't want to, if it's, this isn't a situation that's long-term and you just having don't some do fun it. right now, don't, do it, yeah. don't take her to the crib. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, don't do that. I got better
1: advice. Chris, just tell her, at least it's not Ohio State.
4: Well, that would be true, too. Yes.
1: Next keep, caller. Keep Let's the, go. Keep the callers coming. We're going to discuss this all morning long as we move ahead to Valentine's Day. And by the way, if you're going to write a letter, uh, just hope you don't get a Dear John letter. That would, be, that would be On this particular weekend, that might be the worst possible thing you could get again keep the calls coming keys to love 888 ESPN ESPN 888-729-3776 no matter how strange the question and obviously we've already set the bar pretty high here uh see if you can top it key j and z on twitter key with your valentine's day advice back to a situation many people in the nfl are not loving in a minute after this sports center update
6: Pass to Draymond outside the arc. Back to Curry. Quick release from the left wing. Swoosh for Curry. That's three, number 10 on
1: the night. And it gets the Warriors to the century mark. It's 100-91. That's on 95-7, the game. What a game for staff. 10 threes, ho-hum, 10 threes. Again, we're starting to take it for granted with the greats. All part of their win over the Orlando Magic, 111 5 Uh-oh. Tom Brady is going to have minor knee surgery this offseason. He was not listed on the Bucs injury report this season. And as a programming note, I know this is very important for Key, programming note, not on Greeny today, Tom Brady Sr. I know you were wondering about
4: this. It's been a couple
1: weeks since he's been on the program.
4: This (laughs) is so funny.
1: Just throwing it out. You know I'll be locked in at 10 a.m. Eastern. Black history always, the great... Paul Robeson, two-time All-American and valedictorian at my alma mater, Rutgers, the State University of New Jersey. He played in the NFL for two seasons, almost a hundred years ago, but he was far more than a football player, which is what many football players today want to be known as. But if you want to be an actor on Broadway or a political activist, that is something else for Paul Robeson. And the Paul Robeson Cultural Center opened at Rutgers University more than 50 years ago in 1969, the university has always done a great job in honoring one of its all-time great alums. And SportsCenter is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. And it's a pleasure to welcome in Anthony Heron this morning here On the Goodyear hotline, if you are a big time Big Ten fan, you may remember him as the former DN for the Hawks and team captain, which is a big, big thing to be the team captain of the Iowa Hawkeyes in the state of Iowa. Currently, he works on the Big Ten Network as an analyst, and he's also on Big Ten Radio, which you listen to on Sirius XM. Great to have you here, Anthony. Uh, First things first, just for listeners that are just tuning in, Chris Doyle. Strength and conditioning coach at Iowa for two decades who parted from the program after some racial disparities and cultural bias was found in the program after 50 players complained of some, let's say, inappropriate statements that Doyle has made, has been hired by the Jacksonville Jaguars and Urban Meyer in essentially the same position, though they're calling it a little something different. That's just the info for those not familiar with Doyle. What's your reaction to your former strength and conditioning coach being hired in the NFL?
3: I, w- I was surprised by it. You know, Urban Meyer obviously had the, the Zach Smith cover-up that was a black eye at the, towards the end of his time at Ohio State. So, you know, this certainly isn't something I expected or, or anticipated. But then, you know, when you kind of look into the minutiae of it, I guess, you know, because Chris Doyle was on his staff when Urban Meyer was at Utah, there's a few different reasons. They've maintained a relationship over the years. So this is really in some ways kind of the – I guess it was the best opportunity Chris Dole would have had to to return to a high level job. So, in some ways, it seems like this is his friend, you know, giving him uh, giving him something that a lot of other folks who don't have as much equity and in, in influence in the in the football world in the sports world as Urban Meyer does, you know, a lot of other folks wouldn't have been in a position to to give someone who you know, well, less than a year ago is just last summer, uh, where where he was. Ousted by Iowa to to give Chris Doyle this opportunity,
4: Anthony. What, what was your interaction with Chris Doyle like in the in the training room, so to speak, in the strength and conditioning room?
3: I mean, it was it was usually you know pr- pretty respectful. I mean, you know, very respectful. Honestly, I mean, even over the years, you know, I was I was at Iowa in the the late nineties. So my my last two years with the Hawkeyes were the, the first two years for Chris Doyle and Kirk Ferentz. And you know, Doyle certainly came in immediately to the program as an intense guy, as a, as a detailed guy. Um, and I I think you could make some similar, I suppose, observations about a lot of strength coaches where there's there's things in the locker room that can feel, uh, you know, things that are said that maybe are a little inappropriate and kind of polite conversation sort of thing. But that – uh, Anthony, like what? That, I mean, like what? What's an example? Uh, I mean, foul language, I suppose. You know, you know, nothing like what some of the guys who are who are younger than me have have come out with in in recent years. And to me, guys, what stands out is I think a big difference that sort of developed over the years. Where at the time I was there, the first couple of years, Chris Dora was was at Iowa with Kirk Ferentz. Chris Doyle didn't have the level of influence yet because the program just wasn't successful yet. We we weren't a good football team the first couple of years there. But as the success of the program built, as his stature built, then it, it does seem that uh, I suppose his his approach to things, you know, sort of got got a little more far afield. And it was actually even a point, uh this was probably I don't know, maybe fifteen years ago, when when the the program really began to take off after Kirk Ferentz had been there a few years and there were some rumors that were swirling about whether or not Kirk Ferentz would go to the NFL. And I I actually just at at one of the points I was back at campus, I think it was maybe during a spring football season or something like that, just paying a visit. And I I asked Chris Doyle just about the the thought of, well, what if, what if Kirk Ferentz ended up going to the NFL? Could you see yourself going there with him? And, you know, he, he said, yes. And I kind of chuckled and said, well, you know, you can't talk to the pros the way you talk to these college kids. Right. And, the, the basic gist of his answer was, yes, he realized that, and that was without the backdrop of, of the reasons that Zubin was talking about here just with, for his ouster at, at Iowa with the, a lot of the racially charged things that he said to players in the years since then.
4: Anthony Heron, former Iowa defensive end and captain of the football team, um, joined us here this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. You, you, mentioned, what I was going, you mentioned somewhat of what I was going to ask you about, you being in a college locker room I haven't been in an NFL locker room, and now Chris Doyle is going to be in an NFL locker room with this these allegations out there about him. How do you think he's going to be perceived inside of that locker room and strength and conditioning program?
3: Well, I know if I was entering the locker room, I'd certainly have a, a bit of a double take if if I was – aware of or familiar with, and it certainly became one of the biggest stories in sports last year when there were no other sports going on when uh, the saga at my alma mater was playing out. So let's assume most of the players going into the locker room in Jacksonville will at least be somewhat aware of, of what went down with Chris Doyle. Yeah, I'd, I'd have a bit of a double take, and I, I would walk into that, that interaction with my radar up. Um, I, I Like I referenced before, my, my interactions with Chris Doyle over the years have been mostly respectful we've certainly had a you know I I was a guy who who didn't mind voicing a a concern that I may have had or that I felt like my teammates may have had so there certainly were a couple of times if I would enter Chris Doyle's office and and have a discussion with him where you know things weren't weren't always you know where you know we didn't leave the discussion in in the most pleasing of, of manners but I think for a guy going into the locker room will they immediately walk into that room in Jacksonville and and notice something about Chris Doyle that's going to make them uncomfortable. I I don't think so. You know, I I said this when I was on um, I, I was on the weekend. I was on ESPN Radio with Matt Schick and Myra Metcalf the weekend after this all broke with Iowa. I said it then, and I still feel the same way now. I don't I, I don't view Chris Doyle as as someone I would I would label a racist. You know, and, and I suppose different people have different. Different definitions for what exactly they think that is, but I do think he, like a lot of other people, have stereotypes, have biases in his head that play out in the way that he interacts with people from different backgrounds. And my hope is that while I was, you know, I was a little surprised by the over a million dollar separation agreement. So you know, you could certainly argue that that he didn't necessarily lose that much, especially less less than a year later having another job, but. My hope coming out of 2020, guys, is that everyone has an opportunity for the, the reckoning that was there for a lot of people on, on issues, not just of overt racism, but of, of matters of, of bias, matters of, you know, how, how you view people with stereotypes and how you interact with those individuals. Things that may be microaggressions, things that that aren't always on the surface, especially for folks who don't experience them on a daily basis, but, but to have people evolve, because if we're all going to, you know, sort of coexist in in this way and moving forward, then that evolution not only needs to happen on their part, but we all do need to, to find a way where, where we're coexisting in a society as that evolution takes place. I
0: I agree with you, Anthony, you you said three words. that were so interesting stereotypes, biases, and microaggressions for us actually. Um, but just curious, you know, you said that you guys had a lot of tense moments. Can you can you kind of articulate one of those tense moments that you guys had and what what it was about? Sure.
3: I mean, there was um there was an off season um like an off season workout that that Coach Doyle and, and the strength staff were putting the players through at Iowa. It was like a you know kind of a squat till failure sort of thing. And the first time we did that again, I'm an upperclassman at this point when we're going through this we didn't make a bowl game and we were doing one of those off-season workout programs and I the first time we did it my my lower body just wasn't feeling great And so I went into the office and just had a had a discussion with him about the, the fact that it, it just it, I, I didn't I didn't think the way my body felt you know seemed to be as productive as, as what he might have hoped the results were and you know, we had some back and forth about it he did initially kind of describe what the goal was of that workout and after I kind of followed up with a couple of questions he, he wasn't necessarily pleased with uh, with the line of questioning I had about about his methods so I mean it, again we didn't leave the room where he called me some kind of a racial slur or anything like that but you know he, he definitely didn't like being being questioned by by one of his players on the, the tactics with that workout but again passion drive and patience your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
2: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's l-e-c-t-r-i-c ebikes.com.
3: That was just my, my personality. I didn't mind going into a coach's office and asking for an explanation on those types of things. Uh, after I asked a follow-up question or two, he wasn't necessarily pleased with the, with the line of in- inquisition anymore.
4: When um, you, <clears throat> how do you feel? Go right here, Jake. No, go.
0: I was going to say, how do you feel about the the tonality of how Urban Meyer addressed it? Right. Obviously, there's a lot of context that goes into something like this, but if the tone is that way, if you were a player in that locker room, how would you feel? Uh, that's the kind of tone that my coach is going to use, obviously, when trying to articulate something as sensitive as this.
3: Honestly, I'd I'd be surprised if that were still his tone at this point. You know. It, my interaction with him in that example was was over twenty years ago, and
2: I, oh, I think Anthony, I'm sorry, was, I was asking
3: about the tone of Urban Meyer saying about this is a great hire, kind of talking about the hire of Chris Doyle. I see. Um, it, it depends on the individual, you know. Some guys are are going to try to enter it with with a, a fully open mind, and, and other guys are going to be fairly turned off by it. Um, I, I think for for Urban Meyer, because of the equity that he has going into things, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of curiosity within the locker room about what exactly Urban Meyer brings to the table. You know, and frankly, in, in a strength coach or a sports performance coach, the title they're giving him in Jacksonville, there's just less influence that that, that individual has in an, in an NFL locker room than someone who's in a college football locker room. Like the, the strength coach for your college football team is just as important, if not more important to hire, than your offensive or defensive coordinator – That's not the case in an NFL locker room. So while it's something I'm sure Jacksonville players will be aware of walking in, but I don't necessarily think that once they're getting ready to to take the field during mini camps that there's going to be uh, you know so sort of an abundance of concern for the sports performance coaches they're taking the field with urban meyer for the first time
1: that is absolutely correct job title could be semantically different but the role that he will inhibit in jacksonville far different than he had at the university of iowa over his 20-year run incredible insight from a guy that was literally in the training room in the weight room and took instruction from doyle everybody's talking about this story yesterday and today but there weren't that many that were in the room anthony was and offer some great perspective have a great weekend Anthony thank you for joining us it's a difficult subject but I really appreciate the visceral raw honesty
3: KJ Zubin appreciate you guys have a great weekend
1: okay you can tell that Thanks, guy was man. a captain, right? Can you just tell the way he was – yeah, like that sure. guy was a captain? Being the captain of the Iowa Hawkeyes, yeah. big deal in Iowa. Trust me. Keyshawn J. Wilzuma brought to you by Mako. Get a refresh with your refund during Mako's tax season sales event for expert pain and collision repair user contactless services. It's as easy as book, quote, fix. Uh-oh, better get Mako. Terms and conditions apply. On the way, our All-American point guard, John R. Wooden Award winner, running our point on the NBA, and we'll tell you why Champa Bay's luck – is about to run out. And running point. At number one, the holy quaternary, huh?
0: Wow, very impressive, Zubin. So there's a lot of hope around in the Tampa Bay area. I know the Lightning have won the Stanley Cup. I know the Rays have gotten to the World Series. I know the Bucks just won a Super Bowl. And people are unaware the Toronto Raptors now have officially been named that they're going to play their season in Tampa. And a lot of people are saying, this is a chance since they're going to Tampa, they're going to win the NBA finals. Connor play the sound. This is what I think about that. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) It's never going to happen. This team lost Marcus Saul. They lost Serge Ibaka. You know, when they won it, They had one of the best players in the NBA. He's now on the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard. Yes, Pascal Siakam is a talented player. And yes, I love Fred VanVleet. I love Kyle Lowry, the smallest backward in the NBA right now. But it's not going to happen. Next one up, Zubin. Let's go. And two. Hello, my name is Juan. So Juan Anderson last night posted a tweet that got on SportsCenter and it got on Bleacher Report. It's incredible where he's like, Stephen Curry is passing to guys like me named Well If you could watch the video, Stephen Curry takes a shot, and his own teammates are celebrating the shot before it even goes in. This is something that Stephen Curry does. It's incredible the season that he's having. They're vying for the eighth spot right now in the West, but Stephen Curry is currently number three in my MVP voting list. You got number one, LeBron James, number two, Joel Embiid, and then Stephen Curry is number three.
1: Yep. Speaking to Steph real quick, he was certainly in the zone against the Magic, hoping he can continue to get in the zone when they face Brooklyn on Saturday night. Get in the zone. Brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. At three. DC is back, baby. Yes.
0: And I'm not talking about the Washington football team, Key. Neither am I talking about the Washington Wizards. I'm talking about Dave Chappelle is back, baby. Dave Chappelle is on Netflix. You know what I mean, Key? This is classic. This is stuff you got to see. You know, this is like the racial draft. This is all the stuff. Tiger Woods with the first pick in the draft. He's going from corn. Um, what's that line? David Chappelle says, You know what, Key? He's like, I'm going from what? You know where it is, Key? No, I don't. I'm, uh-uh. He said, I'm going from fried rice to fried chicken. Oh, yeah. It's back. That's all I got to say about that. Moving on, Zubin. At four. I'm 36.
1: I'm 36. I'm 36. Why is it always everybody 1st me? three?
2: I'm not Thanos. Golly, let's stop throwing the ball, man. Le- I
0: it. LeBron can't keep James. Going this, I'm tired. LeBron James is 36 years old. Key, I know you watch the Lakers. They've had three games back to back to back in overtime. One game went into double overtime. This man made so many clutch buckets, had triple doubles, made a game tying shot to send it into the double overtime. He is by far the best player in the league. I do not want to see another MVP award stolen away from LeBron James. Joel Embiid is having a great year. I understand it. But what we're seeing LeBron James do at 36 years old is very similar to what we're seeing Tom Brady do up for you. It. It's unbelievable the amount of minutes he's playing, who he's guarding defensively, and he is going to win the MVP again. It's going to happen. Mark it
1: down right now. Next up, Suv. At 5. LaMelo and Michael Jordan in the same sentence. Let's talk this one out. Let's go
0: through some of Michael Jordan's draft picks here, Key. Mm -hmm.
2: Kwame
1: Brown. (laughs) Brown.
0: Okay. You know who else was in that draft? (laughs) Joe Johnson, Tony Parker. (laughs) Let's go through it, Zubin. Adam Morrison.
1: Oh, man. You know who else was in that draft? (laughs) Rudy Gay, Ray Armando.
0: Let's go through it again. Frank Kaminsky. Devin Booker was in that draft. Hmm. Cody Zeller, fourth pick. Giannis and CJ McCullum were in that draft. Hey. Noah Vonleh, oh, Nikola Jokic was in that draft. And then Michael Kidd Gilchrist, Damian Lillard, was in that draft. But guess what, Key? MJ got one right. LaMelo Ball, he's going to win Rookie of the Year. He's one of the most special, talented players the league has seen in a long time. And look, he may have his style. He may give you one-word answers in interviews. But the way this kid plays He's a walking highlight, and I'll tell you this right now. Social media-wise, he's going to be a bigger draw than Zion Williamson. You see Zion Williamson because of his dunks. You're going to see LaMelo Ball because of the lifestyle, and you're going to see him because of the flashy passes and his ability to score. He is going to be a social media dream. Michael Jordan has got it right, and he will have the rookie of the year and one of his first great
4: draft picks. Yeah, MJ, got, got, MJ for sure got that one right. I, I didn't think it was going to turn out the way it turned out. That's you know what do I know though, right? I mean No, you you, know it you think about it, the kid was about four years ago, he was probably six one. It just didn't look right. And then several years later, this dude is ridiculous and then LeBron, I told you Jay. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J Will and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at six Eastern on ESPN radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.